everybody. Welcome to Bamcast Extra. It's episode 118. And my friends, mm-hmm. we have something special for you this week. I'm Chuck. And I'm Harlow. We're not the special thing. We're well, always here. Yeah. But this is unique to episode 118. Yeah, because we'll never cover this again. No, we've we've reached the end of our crow journey. We have we have flown with the crow. Yeah. We have the chronology. We have learned its secrets. Have we? We have. Yeah. And I believe they saved the best for last. Mm. Uh, 2005's The Crow, Wicked Prayer. Wicked Prayer. Wicked Prayer. Uh, it's a crow movie, mm. but so much more. <laughs> <laughs> uh, this, uh, as we were talking before the movie began, uh, is the first one to have been directed by a Bamcast alum. Mm-hmm. Uh, Six String Samurai, I believe, is the film. Yeah, way, mm-hmm. way back in the Bamcast. Yeah. Full circle. Uh-huh. All comes back around. Uh, uh, sure. Yeah. Uh, this time, The Crow is played by Edward Furlong. Mm-hmm. You know him from the Terminator 2 movie. Mm-hmm. And drugs. Yeah. John Croner. <laughs> uh-huh. Come with me if you want to crow. Yeah. Uh, he will be this week's The Crow. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, but not, he's so much more than that. Because before he's a crow, he is Jimmy Cuervo. <laughs> he is the crow with the best name. <laughs> Jimmy Cuervo. Jimmy Cuervo. I would argue but that the other best name might be uh, Eric Morbius. Mobius, but, but that's the man. That's the guy, <laughs> not the crow himself. Right. Mobius, Mobius, Morbius, Morpheus. Yes, Morpheus. Yeah. Uh, let let's let's paint the picture. Let's set the scene for the setting of the crow wicked prayer. Okay. Uh, we are in the desert. Mm-hmm. Um, we get some some information at the beginning about how this was Aztec land, and I don't know. Then the miners moved in and Th- fucked everything up. That's the people that extract uh, minerals from yes. the earth, not not, not children, yeah. not, not a roving gang yeah. of children. Uh, and then now they're going to open a casino because the the mine went stupid. Well, it was also like toxic, highly toxic. Also, this whole place is like not Lake Havasu, but it's like something that's close to it. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I, I don't even remember what it is now. It's it's dumb name. It's made up place. Yeah. Um, I don't remember. Yeah, I don't care. Yeah. Okay. Uh, <laughs> but just imagine the shittiest desert town you can think of. Mm-hmm. And it's this place. Um, so the movie starts with a bunch of nonstop chaos as we are introduced to literally the four horsemen of the apocalypse. Mm-hmm. Who there is some sort of protest going on, but I can't tell if it's the town protesting against the miners or the miners protesting against the town. Right. I I don't know. There, there are people protesting on either side of a fence, but I can never tell who's who. No, the, um, the struggle of all this is very strange. Mm-hmm. Because there's something like the miners are like, hey, they took her gerbs. Yeah. But the local people are like, but your gerbs are killing us all (laughs) and you. So don't you want us to take your gerbs? Because your gerbs are stupid and they're giving you cancer and stuff. And and so they're like, yeah, but we like our cancer and our gerbs. (laughs) How are we going to pay for our cancer? We don't have a germ. So so they clash a lot. Um, So anyway, like these characters just roll in. With their fancy painted vehicles that literally have the names of the Four Horsemen of the Apocalypse on them. Mm -hmm. Uh, We get comic book style freeze frames on these people to explain who they are. Yeah, what their previous occupation was and that they're all ultimately out for revenge now. Right, yeah, because we get a like, what's their beef section? (laughs) Yeah, yeah, so... Pestilence has been poisoned by the mine or something and and he's dying. Yeah, Um, Famine is Tito Ortiz, mm -hmm. uh, the the MMA fighter. (laughs) Sure. Um, And the other one is uh, Tank, I think. No, the hacker dude from the first Matrix. Mm. Tank was his brother, I think. Okay. Whatever his name was. Yeah. He he went clickety-clackety and uh-huh. gave Neo some powers. Right. Anyway, that guy. Yeah. Um, <laughs> he's war. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, and uh, Pestilence is the bad guy from Karate Kid Part 2. Oh, okay. So. Uh, oh, there you go. They're all somebody. Mm-hmm. And, he, was, uh, he was Tank. I looked it up. Okay, good. All right. Fantastic. Why do I know that? I, I don't know. Who knows? The Matrix. Thanks for asking. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, working somewhere on a chain gang is uh, the the main villain of our film. Uh-huh. Uh huh. 
the star of Angel. Mm-hmm. David, however you say his last name. Boreanaz. Okay. Big, big TV star. Yeah. Um, not not Bones, but the guy that was on Bones. Right. She was Bones. She was Bones. He's he was, just, he was he's Mr. Boning, Bones. He was boning Bones. Right. But probably not till like season 10. Probably not. Yeah. Um, yeah. So he's working on Chain Gang and uh, our other drug-tastic alum, uh, Tara Reed, is up in a tower somewhere who shoots the chains off of him. Mm-hmm. And... There's murder and mayhem and flipping and yeah. There's the four horsemen of the apocalypse and Tara Reed. Yeah, which uh, which I think that was quoted somewhere mm, in yes. uh, Nos- Nostradamus or something. Right. Um, but it should be noted that uh, he is Luke Crash and she is Lola Byrne. Yeah, the two main villains of this film are Crash and Byrne. Uh huh. Um, but he's also Death and or possibly Satan by yeah. the end. He's gonna um, he's gonna have some some changes. Yeah. But yeah. Um. Crash and Burn. Yeah. That's that's a Bamcasty thing. It is. This movie is made for us. Five jocks. Absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so good, guys. Yeah. Um meanwhile. Uh-huh. Meanwhile at the Hall of Justice. Jimmy Cuervo mm-hmm. is living it up in the shittiest trailer ever with his dog. I think that's just Edward Furlong's trailer. Might have been. Yeah. They were just like, hey, Eddie, can we film here? Yeah. He just wakes up. From a drunken stupor, I guess, because he's on the floor and his house has been ripped apart. Well, he's covered in feathers from yeah. his pillow. Yeah, And he's got a big old scorpion sitting right on his chest. Yep. And he picks that thing that's, up. That's and... not an Urban Dictionary thing. No. It's an actual, like, you know, arachnid. Yes. Yeah. An actual bug. Yeah. Uh, well, it's an arachnid. Yeah. yeah. On him. Uh-huh. And he picks that up and uh, goes about his day. I know. He puts it in a bag. That's true, yes. He puts it in a, he puts it in a Ziploc bag mm-hmm. in the refrigerator, yes. not in the freezer. Right. Um, and he gives his dog a spoonful of dog food. Yeah, and he mentions something about it. You know, a man comes a time in a man's life when he realizes he's not happy with the contents of his fridge. Mm-hmm. And it's like, Bow! it and goes on to another scene. He has decorated his fridge with one Uno playing card. Mm-hmm. Is it a, a draw wild? Four? Oh. Wild. Oh, he's a wild card. Yes. Oh, Jimmy Cuervo is a wild card. I yeah. get it. Yeah. Um. So he leaves his uh, humble abode, mm-hmm. and there are dudes outside spray painting his humble abode. Killer. Uh, engine killer. Because it did say engine lover, and they oh. have crossed out lover and written killer, and they're yelling at him like, you goddamn engine killer, and he's just like, whatever, see ya. Yeah. That, that's not like he's, uh, you know, hard on motor vehicles. Mm-hmm. Um, that is, you know, dumb speak uh, Native American slang. Yes. But I believe it's a group of Native Americans doing this to his trailer. I believe so. Yes. <sighs> this movie doesn't feel like it should be have come out have come out in two thousand five. Like it's it's weird. It is um, much like goth. Uh, it's time it passed, um, mm-hmm. and its casual racism is is very weird. Y- yeah. Yeah. Uh, so. Hmm. Yeah. But yeah, he goes to work and um, is intercepted by uh, Emmanuel Sharika, his, his lady friend, the, the lady from Entourage and other things. Creake, Sharika, yeah. I think think it's, it's easier to say than that. But anyway, Chiquita. Uh, she's a Moroccan engine. It's <laughs> not me to say the actress is Moroccan. She's playing a Native American. That's right. Um, and she's in. It's like a. It, it kind of wants to be a Romeo and Juliet thing for half a second because it's like. But here's the weird thing about it. Mm-hmm. She's fucking hot. He's Edward Furlong. <laughs> uh, the the facts check out. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It. First of all, she should not be. Re- she should not remain in this town. Like, no, there's literally literally nothing in this town. Like we will establish like the three businesses that exist here later, mm-hmm. but there is no reason for a normal human being to exist in this town. Right. None. No. Um, uh, but we're introduced to her because uh, before they meet up and have their little like, um, you know, moment mm-hmm. where, you know, it's like, oh, we have the secret love affair that she doesn't want to keep secret. Right. Um, uh, she is performing a song uh at uh i guess an op- a grand opening ceremony for the casino casino right and wait let me back that up did i say grand i didn't mean grand no no i meant uh 
what's the opposite of grand uh, uh pillsbury <laughs> <laughs> i don't know it's 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 a real bad like mm. i, I it, it's the opposite of john hammond they spared every expense yes. for this uh opening ceremony it's 12 folding chairs and seven people and yeah. danny trejo <laughs> yeah danny trejo's in this uh and danny trejo's her father right and also the town preacher because the resemblance is uncanny unbelievably canny yeah <laughs> they must live in a valley because it is an uncanny valley yeah where they're related um but yeah okay and his son what? her brother is the sheriff sure now okay i i just attacked this movie for its casual 2005 racism however i have to ask some questions that may come across as un- insensitive okay uh, we know Emmanuel Shurike is Moroccan. Mm-hmm. We know Danny Trejo is Mexican. Yes. I don't know what uh, the other son, her son, the mm-hmm. other, you know, I don't know his, his ethnicity, but yeah. it is never completely clear what they're supposed to be in the movie because I think they're Aztec. Uh, but in utah i i don't know maybe they i don't think this was filmed in utah i don't think it's taking place in utah i think it's supposed to take place near the border really yeah okay i don't know but it it's weird because mm-hmm. it's like he's it's supposed to be like a native american reservation yeah. however like he's a, a traditional preacher and then will occasionally just speak in spanish yes and also perform some native american like yeah like stuff. like medicine man type stuff when it's like okay i don't i don't understand your role here <laughs> that's all i'm saying also you're maybe a casino owner or something i don't all of this is very weird yeah. and and it should probably go ahead and be put pointed out that like this has the most micro of micro budgets you can imagine like every bit of second set decoration is just like the cheapest thing yes. you can possibly do yes um because we didn't even talk about as edward furlong is leaving he has like like some old like pinto or ford escort or something like a really super shitty little hatchback car that's painted orange like the general lee from dukes of hazard but mm-hmm. it's just this little shit box and he never gets to drive it because he goes out and like starts it and it does or tries to start it and it doesn't and he has to take a bike yep um, but anyway, that everything about this is, is screams cheap because like everything is like the most bare minimum, you know, interior thing. That's like, they didn't even bother yeah. trying and they try to mask it by one having just like, especially in the opening 20, 25 minutes is just this wall of noise. It's just this rolling sound of just chattering and babbling and screaming and, and lots of whoosh cuts. Yes. Like, yeah. And then there's just a nonstop soundtrack of exactly what you think it is. Just mm-hmm. Spanish guitar and, yeah, you know, drums. But this thing can't stay in real time for more than like 30 seconds. No. Like, it's just like, whoosh, flashback, whoosh, this, you know, I was thinking about this, whoosh, here's this other thing. Mm-hmm. And anyway, he gets, he goes to work. She's like, I love you and we need to run away together tonight or never or something. Something. One of those, like, there's a ticking clock for no reason. Yeah. So and Danny Trejo sees them and is just like, the fuck is this? Yeah. <laughs> and, and he's like, oh, no, no daughter of mine is going to hang out with this murderer. Right. And we're like, ooh, yeah. What is this all about? Sure. Which we find out much later and it's really stupid. Yeah, because he goes home from his day at working at the poison mine or whatever it is and um, <laughs> gets together the, the shittiest bundle of roses you'd ever seen, mm-hmm. the tiniest little engagement ring and his bag of scorpions. Yes. And his, his best suit, <laughs> which is just. It's Edward Furlong ill-fitting in a suit. Yeah. Um, and then this is when he tries to start the car and has to head off on a bike. Mm-hmm. He gets intercepted with the, the sheriff who, like, kind of roughs him up. And he's just like, you're not good enough for my sister. Yeah. And then, like, he goes to get her anyway, you know. And this is when, like, like we alluded to, like, the, the, that Tara Reid basically helped David Boreanaz, like, break out of prison uh-huh. and they sort of maybe murder some cops and then like threaten this other preacher priest guy um and then like they're just like hanging out like woo we're crazy yeah you know like kind of thing it's weird that news never travels about this no like the sheriff never mentions it no like when when people start showing up dead they're all like get edward furlong it's like no <laughs> right but yeah i think they stopped one other place to menace somebody i don't remember if they stopped at the 
random wedding slash chicken wing place or whatever the hell was going on. No, that was later. Was it later? Yeah, but they did stop at a place before. Yeah. They 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 stopped somewhere to or, or they went they went to their shack. Okay. And had their devil's food party. Oh right, yes. <laughs> they were literally they were like See, here's the thing. Mm-hmm. You you don't know it by looking at them because they just look like assholes, but they're supposed to be a Satan cult. Well, at least David Boreanaz is. Yeah. Like his his title card was like satanic occult leader doesn't give a fuck or, you know, it's whatever. Like raising like, hell. Literally. Yeah, literally. Like his plan is oh, everything he's doing is he's going to resurrect Satan or, right. or bring him Satan to Earth or whatever. So yeah. that's so, and, he, so he's convinced these angry miners. It's like join my Satan cult yeah. and we'll fuck everything yeah, up. Yeah, Get your revenge. And so they have like this hangout, which is just like this restaurant in town. It's like in the town square mm-hmm. and they go in and they're just having a fucking devil's food party. And, you, and, by, and by that, we mean like they have he brings like they have deviled eggs sitting there. Yep. And then like he specifically walks into cake. He's like, I brought the cake. It's devil's food. Yeah. Ah, yeah. Ah. This is the stupidest fucking cult. <laughs> he's like, this is fucking dumb. He's, I baked for you. <laughs> they went to Costco and bought some fucking devil food. Oh, no. That's bespoke artisanal devil's food. Egg, deviled eggs. If I've ever seen them. But because they, they also have special peyote in them too, because he has to like right, yeah, because they've all like, been sprinkled. Well, because he's like standing at the spread, and he's just like, "Come and eat." It's got some. Actually, you know what? This is after because she's in the back washing the blood off her hands. Oh, okay, you're yeah. right, you're right. So anyway, yeah, we'll, we'll the, finish that scene in a yeah, second. The, but, cr- the crow things happen. He goes to pick up uh, uh, Lily, and uh, which is Emmanuel Shuri. Yeah, guy. and then it's and like, they're just in there in the store, and they're like, "Hey, hey we're here. We're gonna murder you." Huh? Right. So they immediately just lasso them up, you know, put nooses around their necks and they're going to hang them. Yeah. And Tara Reid is like the reluctant, like, you know, biling from like, you know, she's she's the reluctant she's weird the weirdo, girl yeah. because it's like she's like, I like her eyes. She's seen so much more than me. Mm-hmm. But then like gross stuff starts happening. She's like, ew, I don't really want to be a part of this. Yeah. But she does. She does. Stab her, her eyes out. Yeah. And then like takes them and then somehow they become her eyes. Yeah. She magic dusts them into her eyes. Right. And then like. Yeah, they cut out Edward Furlong's heart, hang her, and then kick him out and hang him. And then they're like, let's toss him in a fridge and kick him off a, a cliff. And then, yeah. you know, they do the magic like thing we always joke about, like where dude is smoking and he just flicks his cigarette down yes. into like the, the culvert where they are. And it just it, it ignites. <laughs> and it's like, you didn't establish that any of that was flammable. That <laughs> yeah, you, exactly. you know. But it, it was like funny because like. I think at this point we just stopped doing that. Whenever someone flicks a cigarette, we just go boom. Yeah. But like, of course, we didn't do it this time, and it's like, and it actually happens. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah, but then you know, it's and like, they go back to then their... it's crow montage as he comes back to life, and then they go back and have their devil's food party. Yes. Um, she's like, oh god, there's blood on my hands from when I ripped that girl's eyes out. Right. And so she's in the back. And, and all out. the like, all the other like, uh, whatever riders of death, you know, like the horsemen are like. Oh Jesus God! You're cutting your eyes out and shit. Like oh, yeah. except for one dude. It's like the one dude who's dying, like the pestilence guy or whatever. Is just like eating bugs and shit. Like he yeah. was he was eating like one of the scorpions out of his bag and yeah. stuff. And he doesn't he, give a yeah, fuck. Yeah, he's, he's just like oh yeah, you're cutting your eyes out. That's cool. Yeah, um, but they're all kind of down. And Angel has to give them all a pep talk. Like come on, yeah. fucking let's do this peyote and eat this cake and it's gonna be fun. Yeah. Devil, right? And they're all like, yeah, bro. Sure, yeah. Let's what, some, let's do that. So some peyote eggs. So yeah. So. The crow wakes up Edward Furlong and he climbs out of the fridge and he wanders around this junkyard for a while and just moans and wails. Um, fuck all. He goes back home at some point, chases his dog oh, away. Oh, no, he, he takes her body back to like the oh, rest. Yeah, like, okay. Takes it back to the store. So she really works in some weird like general rest, store rest stop that buys scorpions. Yeah. Like because that's, that's, <laughs> that's why he was taking the bag of scorpions. Right. He's like, I'm going to buy you you who with this. Um, but then like just leaves her there and they're all like it's jimmy cuervo get him yeah and then yeah he goes back to his place and and kicks his dog out chases and his just, dog away and thankfully we never see that dog again yeah and then he's just like <laughs> i'm gonna light this place on fire and yeah oof. but not before having some flashback about her kind of drawing crow features on him and you and i were like okay how's he gonna crow yeah. up like what's is, gonna be the is thing it, is it gonna be the natural crowing or yeah. is it gonna be like you know makeup, makeup. Crow? um it's the dumbest white trash bullshit you've ever seen well because like this like at least they're trying to explain the crow like that people might actually know about this crow coming back oh everyone in town knows yeah, about this because shit. like they actually have like a, a rave 
a thought or whatever. It's like it's it's like a rave in, but it's like rave like and like so like they have a like a basically uh-huh. a Day of the Dead festival every year where they yeah. dress like crow like you know Harlequins and shit. Mm-hmm. And so yeah, he's like, oh, I'm having this flashback to when I dressed like that and went to a party, and then like motherfucker pulls out his sharpie. He sharpies his crow makeup on. Mm-hmm. He draws on his face with the, a sharpie, and that's it. It's literally like just the just the lines for the Harlequin eyes. Yep. No lipstick, except he you know he gets and, he gets progressively paler as yeah. he crows up. Yeah. But that's supposed to be natural. Yep. Yeah. So it's just it's Edward Furlong and like my makeup with sharpie crow eyes. Yeah. Yes. Yep. So that's oh, so that's our crow, and yeah. and we couldn't stop laughing when he first appeared. Um. Because he also has, like made himself like a little choker, which yeah. is like part is like what really makes it funny somehow. He gets like a mesh shirt and a shitty duster, and it's just oh, uh, oh, and she had um she she had like uh I guess something she either made or what whatever it was associated with her is like she had some turquoise jewelry. Oh right. So like when she dies, he like takes that and hangs it on because he steals this one dude's hearse. He does, yeah. Uh, which is really funny because like this guy, like at first, like the way this dude is introduced. Like the, the, I guess he's the coroner, whatever, yeah. whatever guy. But like, sure. they, they're wheeling his body out. And he's just chowing down on a hoagie while like you know brother sheriff guy is like, oh god, he's dead. We gotta mm-hmm. get Jimmy Quarrow out. <laughs> and he's just chowing down on his hoagie, and he stops for a second. He just kind of looks at the camera and is like, I was eating my hoagie. And then he's like, lets him go. And yeah. so he's just like, doo, 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 doo. this guy looks like they meant to get Tone Loke, but couldn't. Oh which, yeah, because that, is... <laughs> that, that was a rough get in two thousand five. <laughs> yeah, man, they just. They shot for the moon and landed amongst the other yeah. stars, I guess. <laughs> yes. Um, but, but no, I mean, because this guy's good because like he's just he's just straight spoken to Jay as he's driving down this. And then Edward Furlong just walks out in the road with the crow on his shoulder. And he, this guy gets a real good. Oh, shit. As he like <laughs> spit takes out the joint and yes. like pulls the car over. So Edward Furlong takes his hearse and that's his vehicle for the rest of the week. He doesn't yep. get a motorcycle or nope. anything like that. It's just drives around in a I'm going to drive around in a hearse. Mm-hmm. A Jimmy Cuervo. Yeah. That means crow in Spanish. It does. Um, <laughs> he's Jimmy Crow. Um, but yeah. Uh, so Pestilence mm-hmm. is at another hot club in town called the Black Moth, mm-hmm. which I don't know what they do here. They seem to serve food that is covered in bugs. Uh, which the this guy's okay with because he eats bugs. Right. But also like fruity drinks and a coconut. Yes, because what happens is, is that the crow shows up, the literal bird mm-hmm. flies into the room, lands right in front of him as he's drinking a foodie, fruity well, drink. Well, he's got his legs up and he like yeah. lands on his knee. And this crow, this fucking bird just yoinks the umbrella right out of his fruity drink like and, and then like, the straw fuck you <laughs> and then the straw too he's just like you're yeah. not drinking this fruity drink and this guy looks at the bird like the fuck well he goes get away from here you hallucination yeah this, and is, then, this is also the guy that like at the at the peyote you know deviled egg party he had the like complete mouthful like yes, he just ate 12 like, that man eggs. ate 50 eggs in one mouthful yeah but yeah um yeah but the crow comes in and it's just like I'm going to kill you. And the guy's like, whatever, dude. He's like completely nonplussed by this. He's and immediately is just like, we killed you like seven minutes ago. And that starts the, this thing in the whole movie where everyone literally knows it's Jimmy Cuervo. Mm-hmm. Like no one even questions it. No one even says for a second, like, who is that demon? It's like, hey, there's Jimmy. <laughs> yeah. Why you got some Sharpie on your face, bro? So. The crow menaces him for a bit, and the guy's just like, whatever, dude. Well, at first, he's like, I, I'm not going to kill you. I want you to go tell him to be afraid of me right. or whatever. And then he's like, nah. And then he kills him with a bug zapper. Mm-hmm. He just pushes his head into a bug zapper. And I think they try to imply that at the end, he just snaps his neck. Yeah. Like the bug zapper didn't literally kill him. But that's what they were really going for at first was, mm-hmm. I'm killing you with a bug zapper, which, mm-mm. Well, it's because he eaten he had eaten all oh, the those bugs, bugs. Were okay. Yeah, so, so it wouldn't was, work on a normal human, right. but because he had so many bugs in his system, right? The like, electricity like, would just like a, like, like a really bad program. Yeah, he had a lot of bugs in yeah, his system. Yeah, a lot of bugs. Yeah, <sighs> but no, uh, yeah. So that guy's dead. He, yeah, well, he was going to get a pass, but he was too stoned on peyote to. And he was going to die. Fuck. Anyway. Yeah, he was. Um, and then this movie wanders the fuck around for maybe thirty minutes. It like, does because uh, I don't even understand, but. There is some other priest, some other place. Like I said, this guy has like a roadside church. It is a chicken wing barbecue and wedding chapel. Uh Uh-huh. And they are having a wedding. Yep. Because there's a pregnant bride and a dude. A white guy with dreadlocks. Yep. And And in come the Satanists. Mm -hmm. And they're like, 
it's, it, okay, so this is this is kind of what starts this thing of so Angel has he has a beef. Like he has a crow beef. Mm-hmm. Um which his father was killed by this preacher. Sure. And his father was a preacher. Right. And this guy killed his dad for the collection box. Right. But now this guy served his time and is on the straight and narrow, but Angel's like, "No, fuck you." Right. But it gets even more weird cuz and convenient cuz like Okay, so I think even though his name is Luke Crash, they keep treating it like Edward Furlong and him are brothers. Yes. I mean, that the whole movie does, and I feel like it's just like, you know, we need a cool name for everybody, and so scrap, scrap the brother thing, because like... They were in jail together. They, they were in jail together, and then they were like, our father was killed, or something like that. Now, maybe they mean like, our father who are in heaven, you know, that, <laughs> that kind of like, you know, general, like, you know, the royal we, yeah. um, but... Anyway, like the, he he gets revenge for this guy, and then like it's like, hey, y'all, kill everyone else here except for the wife. Like, leave her to suffer because right. you know. So they they murder this di- guy and the entire rest of this wedding party apparently, mm-hmm. um, and you know whatever and leave. Yes, but I'm just gonna skip ahead to when you know Edward Furlong. He's like eventually he's like using his crow powers. Like I'm gonna track him down. So he arrives there shortly thereafter, and it's just like. Oh no! It's terrible what happened here. And then the wife is—he's like, "We've got to go. You've got to come with me." And then all of a sudden, it's like pan over to this like little shrine that they have for their dead son. Mm-hmm. And then it's like, "Hey, the movie wants you to put the pieces together that like through what looked like what was about to be a date rape with with Lily. He, looked like he, it was prom night or something because everyone was in dresses and tuxes, right? And but it was in the middle of the day, right? And and he's beating up this guy who looked like it was about to rape her. And I guess killed him. And yeah. then, then the movie's like... He con airs him, basically. He's like, oh, yeah, by the way, it's this guy's son. Yeah. For convenience or something. Sure, because then the wife slash mother is just like, I know who you are. Yeah. Fuck you. Yeah, you're not the crow. You're Jimmy Cuervo. And, yeah. But also the crow. Right. And then, <laughs> and then he's like, yeah, but his heart's still beating. Right. And he's, she's like, no, it's not. And he goes and touches his heart and heart starts beating. And she's like, oh, odious mio, thank you. Yeah. Not thank you, just like you don't expect me to forgive you right. or something like that. And, and, and he's, he's like, like "You nah. may go now." So yeah. it's like, all right. So he's redeemed himself as a killer, I guess. Even though their son was a piece of shit. And I don't know why he resurrects this one dude, but not the other fifty people who die in this movie because of him. Because uh, it's a, not a very good movie. <laughs> I mean, it's a great movie. Uh, is what it I'm is. trying to say. Yeah. Uh, um, I I think this is when they go to the Ravathon. Sure. Yeah, why not? I think there's more wandering in the middle that I just don't. Yeah. I, uh, but so the town is having their Ravathon, which is like, it looks just like, hey, it's the party for we're going to open the casino. Mm-hmm. But there's like 12 people in here and no one gives a fuck about anything. No, because like. Especially when the murdering starts happening. Yeah, because like well, Angel and company come in and are all weird, at least who's left of them. And like the Tito Ortiz, whatever the hell he is, Famine, he's yeah, Famine. Sure. Like suits up like a catcher like he puts like shin guards and everything on and then has a baseball bat mm-hmm. and just starts beating the fuck out of like one of their little like decoration things everybody well, smashes like, two decorations and then just goes to town on this one bit of wall right and it's just like i'm gonna beat this wall and, and that's it and everyone's like ah and then it's just like well i'm watching because this is kind of <laughs> fucking weird and then like Edward Furlong comes out of nowhere and they start bat fighting. Yeah, he like, just a bat enters the scene right. to prevent him from hitting this wall for the 90th time. And then they have a bat fight. Mm-hmm. And then Edward Furlong murders him with a bat. Yeah, he just cracks him in the head and everyone's just like, well, OK, I guess thanks for stopping. And people the bat are guy. still hanging out. Yeah. Just like, OK, cool. But then more dude was like he was like getting a position in the corner where he's like setting up a mounted machine gun and stuff. Yeah. And still nobody gave a fuck no. like Angel and. and <laughs> and Tara Reed, whatever the fuck her name is in the movie, Lola, uh-huh. uh, are just like burn doing <laughs> doing dumb shit like yeah. you know eating whip, Ritz crackers and, and you know, flip you know showing knives, big giant ceremonial, stupid ceremonial knives and mm-hmm. shit. Yep. And it's like no one really cares until this guy like fires his first shot at him, at, yeah. you know, because he's got crow powers. And then they're like, oh god, gunfire! Now we should probably run. Yeah. And but they still never really run out of the building. No, they just run around in circles in the middle of the dance floor. Yeah. Um, they should have evacuated the dance floor. Right. Yeah. And then at some point, like Angel and Tara Reed have a conversation like, oh, he's the crow. Mm-hmm. Well, we know how to deal with that. Murder the actual crow. Yeah, because he's got a tomahawk for no reason. Yeah. And he tomahawks the crow mm-hmm. bird. Yeah. And wounds it. And now they can shoot the fuck out of Edward Furlong. Yeah. So they do. Yeah, he starts getting some color back in his face. <laughs> and then like a parachute falls from the ceiling 
and covers everybody. And so it's just it's just people under a sheet flailing around and the oh, dude's no. using this as target he, practice. First, they they um he uh, he threw something or shot at the there was like a stupid crow statue up above it. And that's what brought the tent down with right. it. OK, so yeah. like so like they crushed a bunch of people who were like, oh, no, this thing is slowly falling. You Let's know. run to center mass yeah. under this thing. Right. Oh, no, we are crushed. Yeah. Yeah, and then oh god, the the war dude just starts doing like singing ten little Indians as yes. he's shooting into this tent thing that's just yep. covered with you know, there are people underneath there. And then one kid pops his head out from under it and he's like, One little Indian boy. Yeah. <laughs> and the crow pops out is like, I will defend you, child. Mm-hmm. To which it's a click, and then they fight with the gun for a minute and yeah. then Everybody just kind of leaves. Like, I mean, they're just like he's Batmaning up in the rafters for no reason. Mm-hmm. Later, like, yeah, they they leave and he and just Batman's I love up. That, I love that. Like, someone in ADR time was like, "Oh, people are going to wonder what happened to that little boy that he saved uh-huh. because they ADR'd that little boy." Going, do you know my dad? <laughs> <laughs> to which, of course, I immediately went, "Crow!" <laughs> right. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, because like he was just like, "Who are you? What's going on? Do you know my dad?" <laughs> and yeah, he's just like Batmaning up in the rafters yep. as they leave. Yep. Um. So like they're all they're all alive. Like he didn't murder anyone in this scene. It, it's it's kind of, it's just weird. Well, no, he murdered the bad guy. Okay, I'm sorry. Yeah, he murdered Tito Ortiz. <laughs> right. Sorry. Yeah, sorry. But yeah, they just like they all leave. Yeah. Then they go to their next club, which is literally like an old like Spanish like mission style place. Like and this yeah. is basically the end of the movie. Yeah, I mean it's it's like a, it's like a church mission, except for when they go in, it's like you know because there's crosses and shit like stained mm-hmm. glass on the outside, and then they walk in and it's like. It's, it's like individual it, stripper poles that yeah. you get personalized service at. But they're like, and it's like, and it's spread around. Like yeah. it's a big room. Yes. And then we quickly learn like, oh wait, there were two other names that were listed as being in this movie that are a little weird uh-huh. that shouldn't be in this movie. Yeah. And they haven't appeared yet. I bet they're about to appear because first one you get, it's not so much of a surprise because it's like, I again, it's sort of like, you know, they could have gotten tone look if they wanted. Um, But they're like, yeah, Macy Gray's in this movie. Sure. Remember she was a thing for a minute or two. Yep. And you recognize her voice before you see her and then she's just i don't know what the hell she's doing i don't know what her character character is or anything i think she's it's, like the madam of this place sure but i guess she serves zero purpose bottom bottom bitch i'm gonna go with because like there's okay. a they, they talk about an actual pimp yeah and then there was one other name and it's like oh yeah he was in this movie dennis hopper dennis hopper is in this movie yeah playing and, el nino <laughs> i i don't understand any of this nope i don't understand why they gave him this dialogue nope i don't understand who he's supposed to be nope he's ostensibly a pimp right but, but also, he's dennis hopper but he's also like he's s- one of the whitest dudes ever but he's also like <laughs> satan pimp because yeah. like tara reads a little spell book that she's been walking around with like you know <laughs> expecto patronin or whatever uh-huh. like she got it from him because like it's this like bondage s&m satan club or something like that in yeah. an old church yes and yeah everything out of dennis dennis hopper's line is like yo homies <laughs> what is up the og satan we're gonna get him yes every line of dialogue is some sort of hip-hop slang kind of thing and it it sounds like you would think it would sound coming out of dennis hopper it's like he doesn't know why he's saying it nope it's it's like someone's feeding him lines in an earpiece and he's just saying it. Mm-hmm. None of it has any context. Every time he says another one, it's just like, what the fuck are you talking about? Mm-hmm. <sighs> yeah, but yeah. they go here because their plan is, is like they have to get married in order to finish summoning Satan. Yes. Um, they need a virgin sacrifice, which is the limo driver from earlier. And they're like, or not the limo, the uh, uh, mortician, whatever guy. The hearse driver. Her, yeah, the coroner. Yeah. And they're just like, <laughs> he gets another little bit of dumb dialogue where they're like how are you virgin he's like well i guess considering me old-fashioned because <laughs> just saving myself yeah, for, for love for and you know true love i and guess stuff. that was dumb yeah and they're like yeah that was dumb because yeah they start this ceremony while edward furlong and the entire whatever native american party has like decided well okay so war is outside who has strapped himself with dynamite mm-hmm. for no reason like it's real it's a bad battle plan to strap yourself up with dynamite mm-hmm. so he's outside acting crazy and so danny trejo and everyone it, it, they went to the 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 ravathon and saw everyone dead there and they're like Cuervo, and yeah. then but the sheriff's like no 
It's not him. Yeah, because the sh- the crow ran into the sheriff at some point and mm-hmm. gave him the Vulcan mind meld right. and was just like, look at what yeah. happened. See, this is what happened to your yeah. sister. So there's a mob to kill Jimmy Cuervo. Meanwhile, the sheriff's like, no, it wasn't him. And Danny Trejo's like, fuck that. It's him. We're going to get him. Mm-hmm. So there's up on a hill. There's a mob of dudes and war is outside with dynamite. And then like the crow just kind of pushes the hearse into the scene and war goes over and looks at it. And then, yeah, they fight for a minute. Edward Furlong comes out and they fight. And let's just say that the fight scenes in this movie are fucking atrocious. It's I, like, here's a kick and a punch. I don't know. I think this is the best movie, man. This is the best crow movie. So it's obviously got to have good fight. <laughs> okay. I can't carry this on anymore. <laughs> no, you can't. I just... <laughs> no, the uh, fight scenes are fucking atrocious. They're so bad. Uh huh. And every once in a while, there's like weird flipping and, and wire work, dumb shit. And it's like, why is this happening? I don't know. Mm-hmm. They've so. <sighs> okay, so there's fighting going on outside, and then they they start shooting, and then they like they both dive behind the same barrier. Like they 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 call a temporary truce. Like, oh shit, we're both being shot at. Mm-hmm. And 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 war is like trying to shoot his guns, and he's out of bullets. And the crow is like, oh, you need better bullet management, Durr. Yeah. And the guy's Just like, take, oh. a, take a class for that. Yeah. I don't know. Meanwhile, inside, like they're about to get married, and Dennis Hopper's doing all his weird, like, you ready for this, homie? And it's like. <laughs> Okay, and like they and they keep doing the, like skip ahead skip to the, to the end, end yeah, and yeah. he's like man and wife, and she's like sweet, and she stabs Angel. Well, well, no, like first the like as soon as he says like you're a couple or whatever, like you know the the, the virgin dude gets shot, yeah, and then they're like oh good timing, and then yeah, because random bullets are just flying yeah, into the place because Macy Gray like bought it like as soon as the, like the first instantly, bullet. Yeah. yeah, it's just like hi, I'm in this movie, blam, yeah, she's just like they're not gonna scare me, and then blam, just immediately dies, and, mm-hmm. yeah, but yeah, as soon as they're like kiss the bride it's like yeah she whips out the ceremonial dagger and stabs him in the side and he's like ah and falls over it does uh-huh. hopper's like oh shit <laughs> i can't believe that worked and you did it oh my god that was whack yeah that was wickety wickety whack yo <laughs> uh, uh but yeah and then oh, and then he just he just like pops up and is like I'm Satan now. Yeah. Now, now, when they were hurrying it up, he, there was a point where he freaks out. He goes like, hurry up and make me the Antichrist. <laughs> yeah. He would be said that out loud. <laughs> hurry up and make me the Antichrist. It's the dumbest fucking thing. <laughs> but yeah, he just pops up and now, now he's Satan-fied. Yes. Um, but all that means is he's acting a little more outgoing. He's just... He's not as brooding. Now, now he's, I'm Satan, huh? Yeah, ha. Now, now I'm wacky David Boreanaz. Yes. Now, jokes. Because yeah. <laughs> that's what Satan's here for. <laughs> jokes. Yeah, man. Put your trade tables in their upright <laughs> positions. I'm Satan. Ha-ha. <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> yeah. You get it, man. Yeah. Laughter is the best medicine or <sighs> something. Sure. I don't know. And Den- it's something I don't know, like Dennis Hopper and Tara Reid have a flashback to where he was just sitting there pimping her out. And she's like, I don't like that. And he's like, whoa, whoa, slow your roll. And I don't know. He ends up dead somehow. Yeah. She just goes and murders him. Like there's knives, you know, generic knife slicing noises and him going, ah, sure. Whack. <laughs> yes. <laughs> it's a one eight seven on me. Yeah. Um. So I don't know. Dude with dynamite somehow gets lit i think he lights himself and just starts running and the crow tackles him and it blows out a window in the church mm-hmm. and so, so there's then, a, a flaming crow symbol of course but, yeah yeah and then like satan angel and tara reed are like all right let's go i guess oh yeah they just walk like right out to the bullets and, and they, just, like, they just steal the hearse and drive whatever. away I, <sighs> they gotta go bone in the graveyard in order to make the the possession permanent like yeah. by sunlight by by you know because she's like, oh, Whatever. so you're here seven days and seven nights, huh? Yeah. He's like, well, as soon as the sun ups, if like they haven't boned, right? You know, then like, yeah. yeah. And he even says something like, oh, we got to go. She needs a climax. Ah, it's gonna talk about the end of the movie. Um, but, yeah. But like, so now Jimmy Cuervo has shown up and is like holding his bandage crow, and the the they they've convinced Danny well, no, Trejo. No, no, no. Like as he's walking towards, they're like shoot him, and yeah. and the, the sheriff is like, no, you must help the crow. <laughs> Help the crow. Help the crow. <laughs> Help crow. Yeah. And then, like, Help crow do things. It's a battle of like, oh, well, you know, she believed it and I believe it. So you should believe it. He's like, ah, I don't believe any of that shit. They're like, no, believe it. And he's like, all right, I all guess right, I believe yeah. it. All right. So yeah, they, they take the crow and have, he's a like, little, here. have a little rain dance to fix heal, crow. heal the crow. <laughs> yeah. 
help crow go. Um, <laughs> yeah, so they just rain dance around this crow, and eventually the crow wakes up and flies away. Mm-hmm. Um, so, I don't know, Cuervo shows up at their boning ceremony. Yeah, they're, they're about to bone, <laughs> not so gently. And, yeah. um, and he's like, hey, hey, stop boning. Yeah. And... I got some bones to pick with you. Yeah. Bones. <laughs> Even though you're not bones. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Sick bird. Yeah. And Angel's just like, all right, we're going to fight now because I'm the devil and you're an angel and you got wings and fuck you. and blah. Yeah. So the he just, they. Well, oh. they fight, but he does have full crow power. So he's kind of getting his ass kicked. for Right. Well, because Satan has has like street fighter powers where he could just jump up in the air and fly across the screen um, yeah. and do drop kicks and stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Have you never played that game? I have. Okay. Um, yeah. So that goes on for a while. And then the crow is resurrected. And then yeah. Jimmy Cuervo's like, fuck yeah, I'm going to fuck you up, Satan. Yeah. And basically, and just like ends up like picking body him up. Body slams him yeah, on a rock. Well, like a sticky. <laughs> pointy rock. Pony sticks thing. He yep. Wolverines him, basically. Yes. And, uh, and then like he has a sputtering bloody speech or something. And like, uh, get back here and fight me. I'm Satan. Blech. Yeah, and Danny, and Danny Trejo is rightfully about to shoot Tara Reed. Yep, in the face. Who's like, she's changed her tune. She's like, oh, it's sun up, and I, I, my eyes are burning. And yeah, and I, I don't I know. I shouldn't have taken that lady's eyes. Yeah, and I guess I'll try some Christian prayers. And yep, the sheriff stops her from stops Danny Trejo from shooting. Yep. her, and then like reads they them the rights. Her. Yeah, he reads them the breathless, breathless uh, Miranda rights. Mm-hmm. I don't know. It's just the take that this guy had. He's like, you have the right to remain silent. <laughs> I guess <laughs> yeah. like lifting that gun up was Probably. took a lot out of yeah. him. But yeah. And then the crow just wanders back over to their shady tree where mm-hmm. he buried her. Yep. And then she's like, oh, hey. Yeah. You're not the crow anymore. You're back in your shitty suit and I'm alive. Mm-hmm. But we're both ghosts and we're dead. Right. The end. Pretty much, yeah. <sighs> Crow's over. Yeah. Crover. Huh. It's the best. No. It's not. <laughs> <laughs> no you can't. Uh, okay. I'm I'm torn a little bit on this. Oh, are you? A little bit. Okay. Th- this is a horrifically bad film. Mm-hmm. This is in every way a shitty movie. Mm-hmm. In every way, shape, or form. Mm-hmm. The thing about it that I can't quite reconcile is that... So, the... The director had an idea. There, there was there was a theme. Someone was trying to do something, mm-hmm. but the, the budget wouldn't allow it. The actor sure as hell wouldn't allow it. It's it, it it's executed in the worst possible way. Mm-hmm. So I want to give it credit for trying to do something, and at least trying to do something that wasn't the first three Crow movies, which wasn't just we're in Detroit and everything sucks, isn't it? Now we're in the desert and everything sucks, you know, and there. So I want to give it credit for that. I want to give it credit for whatever the fuck Dennis Hopper was doing, because everything he says is hilarious, even though it's just like it makes zero sense. And I don't understand why. Mm -hmm. So I want to point that out, that this movie has two things going for it. That coupled with the fact that you just watch it and you're just like, I man, I don't this. It's very watchable in its badness. It's it's not boring. There's. There's a 20 minute period where it's just like, get to the crowing, please, right. that they don't do that. But other than that, it's watchable, but it fucking sucks. It is. It is horrific. It is just terrible. And if I don't give it five bags, I'm going to hate myself. So I have to give it five bags because it fucking sucks. It is. Yes, it's watchable, but it is one of the worst things I've seen. It's just like I didn't think things could get worse. In the Crow franchise. I really didn't, especially after that second one. The, the problem with the second one is it's boring as shit. Mm-hmm. This just, in every way, shape, or form, sucks. It sucks. Mm-hmm. Hmm. So there. Okay. I, I just, I can't. There's no way I can give it a higher rating than that. Just no way. Hmm. I'm also torn. Because I admit that it is absolutely atrociously made mostly acted and definitely decorated because like this is the chintziest like quote-unquote set decoration oh we didn't even mention there is one point when they're going to the raven Uh and it's like there's this banner which is literally like oh yeah it is like the repurposed gatorade banner that like you know just 
look up generic banner and like tape things on top of it Mm -hmm. because for this it's the whatever the fuck raven but they have a flashback to one time when he he and emmanuel shrike were gonna like go to a a a fucking dance and it's the enchantment under the sea dance yeah what are you doing (laughs) what are you doing movie don't do that well he had to go in there to make sure that her mother and Danny Trejo fell in love right. or else she was going to disappear yes. into Cronus. Makes sense. Yeah. Checks out. She's going to crow away and I don't know. Uh, but no, it's um, I'm, I'm saying all this because I'm stalling. Mm-hmm. <sighs> I feel wrong giving it five bags. Oh, I didn't. I, I... <laughs> In a way, I do. Because, because I mean, like, if, if I was rating this, like, how you make movies, it's a, it's like a, it is whatever the lowest rating is. Yeah. It is one of the, like, the worst made movies that has anyone you've ever heard of in something more than one scene. Mm-hmm. You know, like, most of these is like, oh, look, we got Edward Furlong and David Boreanaz and, you know, these people. And it's like, yeah, they're in it for, like, 10 seconds and they collected their paycheck and got the fuck out of mm-hmm. Bulgaria uh, or made 10 more movies and then went home the next day. Right. Um, but, like this has its stars throughout the whole thing it's like they were in and committing committing whatever it is like for whatever he's doing david boreanis is either so self-aware of how shitty this is and it's just like fuck it i'm i'm here i'm gonna i'm gonna act this shit out of this and make it as dumb as possible or or it's some kind of thing like he's blissfully unaware which would be even better and it's like i am selling the fuck out of this movie i i, I never once my... believed he was a guy trying to resurrect this, <laughs> the devil right no <laughs> sure sure not not at all um uh, fuck three bags i all don't right. know all right it's really bad but like it's it has such a watchability to it that like it's rating in the Banffcast style like i could even almost go higher like depending on who you're watching it with but i'm 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 pretending you're watching this by yourself and you're probably thinking I'm crazy right now because it is fucking atrocious but there is there is fun to be had in a group of like riffing on this movie yes but I think so I think movies like say Miami Connection and Dangerous Men where I think I was kind of the lone holdout on those where I was just like yeah this is terrible but you gotta see it this one is like this is fucking terrible if you happen to be watching it you could probably save yourself and have a good time. However, there's not a chance in hell I would ever say to anybody, hey, you should watch the fourth Crow movie. Yeah, I mean, I, I, I am almost giving it a pass because like it's it's one of those things that's so bad, but you've seen a Crow movie, so you know the formula. So like you could just jump right to this. Like We didn't have to watch all these other Crow things no. to get to this point. We could have watched them in any order. We could have watched the first one and been done, you know, and been like, all right, let's watch Crow 4 now. Because right, right. it's like it's the same fucking premise, it generally is. speaking. Four dudes. So I'm mean, just saying like there is enough universal awareness of the crow that like you can hop into this and just immediately be like oh god it's yeah. like it's like it's like the roger corman fantastic four like you're at least somewhat aware of uh, aware of who the fantastic four are and how bad this is right i i think i think what maybe you're not remembering as we sit here and, and rate it's this just, movie just how bad the well the second one is I, well how bad edward furlong is in this and how laughable he is every time he tries to do anything sure I I know I'm totally remembering that. That's part of what's hilarious. Like about any it. crow, anything he tries to do looks stupid. Oh yeah, just looks a hundred percent stupid. Absolutely. Um, and I I think its general premise, the fact that okay, you've got four dudes, the crow has to murder them, mm-hmm. and the crow doesn't seem interested in murdering them. Like they kind of get murdered just because, mm-hmm. like they, just because they're there and they won't stop doing uh, dumb shit. Well, the, all right. So one thing it's breaking the crow formula is like every other one has been about like I have a murder boner for the henchman because I don't know about the end guy. The right. end guy is going to present himself and then I'll be like, well, I guess I got to murder you too. Right. This one, his murder boner is, is only for Angel. The yeah. whole fucking movie. He could yeah. give two shits about yeah. the other guy. They're just like, stop. He's just like, stop fucking with me. I'm yeah. the crow murder. You know, so yeah, that that's why that's one way it's backwards is the the top guy is yeah. the guy that needs he wants to murder the most. Yes. Because I don't know if you noticed that the other guys were like, I'm not really into this, you know, <laughs> <laughs> like I'm not really into this cutting out eyes shit and all this, except for this one dude who's, you know, eating. Yes. Whatever bugs. Right. Yeah. It, it, I know it's, it, it is absolutely atrocious. But like I said, I'm just giving it that because this is more watchable than two. Like two is just boring as fuck. Yeah. I mean, and just bad, boring. This is at least like bad watchable. See, that's why I'm torn. Yeah. I, 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 I do feel. Oh, it is. It is a point zero one on a scale of ten <laughs> movie as far as like quality of making a movie. Yeah. 
Yeah, it's it's a rare train wreck. It is it is not so many movies we give bags to are boring, and that's that's their biggest crime. Is that yes. it's just like you are boring the shit out of me. This doesn't do that because you're in awe of how bad it is. Yeah, I mean, I the things that make it not watchable are is I don't think we can wholly underest undersell how much whooshy stupid cuts like music video bullshit there is in this yeah like every every five seconds like whoosh, 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 and then like half the lines you can't even understand what they're saying because yeah. they're whoosh cutting and and music and sound effects and everything there is one point where they're 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 whooshing through their devil egg peyote party thing that's like it's in like super sped up motion of like and it just looks like it literally looks like the lamest Satan party ever because like it's it's supposed to be time lapse and they're just like literally like hey what's going on yeah well you know I'm just making this shitty crow movie and like they're just in the background like oh yeah I was on a shitty crow yeah, movie and what's-? that scene ends with one of the dudes throwing cake at the back of Angel's head <laughs> yeah who's like trying to stand there s- still for the whole thing and then like all those breaks it like you motherfucker and then it's like oh yeah I have to kill- keep standing still here <laughs> yeah it's like yeah. It, it it's just that kind of glorious thing where it's like. I bet there was a lot of angry people with each other on the set because like probably like, you know, redirected anger because they're like, I can't believe I'm making this piece of shit crow movie for $40 and a, you know, and a ham sandwich. Mm-hmm. But like, also I'm here and like, so I'm going to, I'm going to redirect it to like, fuck you, you threw cake at me. And like, yeah, yeah like, yeah, I just, I imagine the, this thing just being an absolute utter train wreck to be behind the scenes on it would be gl- glorious to see. I just want to reiterate. That a cult of Satanists, led by a guy who wants to be Satan himself, mm-hmm. has a devil's food party. Yep. That is the extent of their evil, is here are some deviled eggs and a devil's food cake I that I'm going to light on fire. Mm-hmm. It could also have been angel food cake. Should have been. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. That's the crow of wicked <sighs> salvation. Or wicked prayer, wicked prayer. Yeah, Yeah, salvation was the last one. Right, (laughs) wicked, wicked something. We're We're, we're, we're wicked over with this pisser. It's a fucking pisser. Yeah, Um, yeah, we're done. We're we're out of the crow. No more crow. They haven't remade it. There's no more crow. Okay, we're we're free. Uh, There's still another crow movie possibly in the works. Nah, it's never gonna happen. Okay, no, no. So. Thank you guys mm-hmm. <laughs> for letting us go down this path that has taken quite a long time. Just remember, it can't rain all the time. Hmm. Yeah, <laughs> it always comes back to that, doesn't it? Uh, but anyway, thank you for for supporting us on Patreon. Thank you for voting for these movies that we could experience. And, you know, we even dipped our toe into the TV show. And mm-hmm. boy, what a good time that was, too. We decided and- to fire it up, fire it up, <laughs> fire it up. <laughs> So I'm just bringing all the crew references all back, of them, yeah, because we'll never mention them again. Nah, um, where Cuervo? <laughs> I mean, the bad guys are crashing bird for fuck's sake. Jimmy this- <laughs> Cuervo. I like that at one point. He's just like, "Fuck it, I'm calling you Jimmy Crow." Yeah, Jimmy Crow. Hey, Jimmy Crow. <laughs> I'm not even gonna do it. Oh, anyway. Money votes. Thank you for everything. Um, mm-hmm. If you are listening to this on the main feed and want to get in on this hot fun, this hot Cuervo gold <laughs> when it's new <laughs> and fresh uh-huh. and live, uh, go to patreon.com slash BMFcast. Throw a dollar in there. That gets you this show and a bunch of stuff. But the higher tiers will get you more things, whatever you want. Um, so anyway, thank you, guys. We'll be back next week with something not crow related, but also something you picked from the poll. So. We'll see what you have in store for us then. And until then, I'm Chuck. And I'm Harlow. And this is Bamcast Extra out. Jimmy Cuervo! Cuervo!